0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Weeb Initiative. I'm your host, the Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'm going to talk about anime, manga, and everything in between this week we'll be talking about the idol master now before i start i really need to get some disclaimers out and some housekeeping actually so first off spoiler alert i may or may not talk about spoilers in this episode may happen and although there are no plot twists in the 25 episodes of idol master Uh, Some of the things are better watched than told, so I'm sorry if I say more than I should. Anyways, um, another disclaimer, Uh, so this is the whole story, right? I started thinking, and, and I need to link this down in the description of this episode. For some reason, YouTube just recommended this music to me that is uh, Shanty... Oh I can't even know what... I, I don't even know the the original song, but basically it's Shanty replay mixed with Snow Halation that is a Love life song, and then I went like, man, you know what I really miss? Idol music. And so I went like... Oh boy, I need to watch the one idol anime I really, really love. The Idol Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cinderella Girls, obviously. Uh, and and then I began to have this idea, right? So I went to uh, compare and contrast and already hot takes in this episode. Idolmaster Master Cinderella Girls is better than Live Live, the first season at, at the very least. This is non, non-debatable. And I will fight anyone that says otherwise. Cinderella Girls is just better in every aspect. But that's a... That's a conversation for another episode. So... Um, and then... I wanted to do this... Uh, back to the original story, right? And I wanted to do this... Comparing contrast and say that... Cinderella Girls is better than Live Life. But then... I have this one problem, right? That is the housekeeping part. That for reasons regarding my day job, December is the month I have determined to not do any episodes of the podcast. So this is the last episode of the year. Coming November 3rd. thirty. Oh boy, I'm bad with English. So the 30th of November. And the next episode is coming... On the first week of January 2022, I hope you get we get there. I hope you you will listen to me talk to uh, to you about Love Life, at the school project. there is the uh, this spoiler of the next episode already. Uh, and the thing is, with only one episode to fill in, and I wanted to do this whole idea of comparing contrast. I had to watch the one that lives alone, the one that stands alone. So it's the original Idol Master, the one that came before everything else. It may not be, I mean probably isn't, the first Idol centered anime, but to me is the one that stands alone. And after rewatching it, <laughs> I have become a fan. It it is so fulfilling in a way it's oh boy! I'll talk more about it when I get to the episode, right? So, so this is the part of the disclaimer, right? So, housekeeping: uh, December there will be no ep- new episodes of the podcast. We will resume in January, and I am doing the idol, the original idol master, because the next two episodes is about Love Live! Idol School project and idol master Cinderella Girls. That out of the way. So let's start with stats, and to be fair, I did minimal research on this, not because there's no research to be done, obviously there's always something I could add, but for the format of the show at this point, and for what I think is best in presentation and all, given that I have to talk about some heavy stuff and make some, some bigger points... Um, the first things first, right? So, Idolmaster, why do I like Idolmaster? The first thing about Idolmaster compared to Love Live, Idolmaster, Cinderella Girls, or the original one, is that the music is pretty good. I mean, if you want to see, uh, honest to God, good idol music, Idolmaster has you covered. And I'll leave one link to the live performance of one of the best songs, and is series, the original Idol Master, right? They, there is Aoi Tori. It's such a beautiful song. Oh, man, the performance is awesome. But also, both uh, so the anime has 25 episodes. It's made by A1's, A1 Pictures. The famous A1 Pictures also have done uh, SAO, Sword Art Online. Uh, it's, and milking it, right? Milking it uh but also that's a story for another day the anime released in july 2011 and ran through december 2011 and that's why i believe it is the one that stands alone the one that came before everything love Live, for example came out in 2014 and cinderella girls i think it's the same year i could be wrong this each of the songs there there is played in the anime, even in background, uh, they show the name of the song, the one performing it, and the instrumental I think, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, getting back to the to the thing right So first point, the OST is already covered by the anime itself and I do not need to talk about it. I eventually will rewatch it again just to get all the songs I like, but that's a personal thing. S- uh, so, next thing, it's done by E1 The Origins of the Anime, right? The Idol Master is, in my opinion, one of the best adaptations of a game into uh, an anime. The original game came out in the early 2000s. I think the first inter- iteration was uh, an arcade game in Japan in 2005 from what i c- could gather here it was one one heck of a game from what i could find you needed some special magnetic safeguards to really save your progress like it's a mag- management game done in an arcade so what japan was <laughs> is ahead of its time in arcade games to this day i think the culture there is went forward where here in the west it kind of died down it became a more of a niche thing in my opinion from what i see so it's based off a game i have not played it unfortunately the later games the one that still goes today right and the reason that i think they do not make any more anime is that cinderella girls is such a it's such a recurring, uh, money-producing, low-effort thing. It's a mobile game of sorts. So you can imagine microtransactions just keep keep it going. And given that the game is all about waifus in Japan. you <laughs> How many whales do they have? That's my question. How many people actually wail off to the item as Cinderella Girls When they release a new girl and you know, that's the thing Because when you enter the spicy side of the internet, you can find the fan art like 10 minutes after but that's another judgment <laughs> Anyways, so um, the Cinderella Girls from what I gather has updates till now the Last Crew, I, I don't know the name of all the girls that um, got released after the anime, so whatever. And, and unfortunately, here in the West, from what I gather, if you have to get the Japanese VPN to get the Japanese Play Store to then install the game, and that's a lot of work, so I did not try that. But I'm not saying you you can't. It's It's just a just a drag right uh then closest thing from what i gather in this part of the game is um it's called idol manager it is available on steam i have it it's hard as balls god damn it it is a hard hard tycoon management game god damn so i'm getting sidetracked already and (laughs) oh boy this is gonna be a long episode so What is the anime? about? Why did I become a fan? Why did I watch it again? And let me preface this with a story, right? So, the first time I watched The Idolmaster, the original one that we're talking here, uh, it was after I watched Love Live and The Idolmaster Cinderella Girls. And Cinderella Girls had me... it left me with a very good impression because all the girls feel so... so real. A1 has this thing where they can... And, and given, right, the the game has its lore and all, but the presentation is a big part of it. And A1 can have this thing where they present stories way too good, even if they are exaggerated or dramatized. And scenario Girls kinda had me with that feeling of, man, it's almost real. I can connect to the to the characters, right? And the struggles they they transfer to me. You you feel like you are in those characters' life. You can you um, you see them thrive and you cheer for them, and they get sad. You get sad too, and all. And when I got to the master, the original one after Cinderella Girls, man. And to be fair, I, I was younger back then, and now that we watch to talk to you in the show, it, it is hard. It's a story about struggle. It is a story about 13 girls. They work in this uh, startup, really small idol company. And, and to be fair already, oh, another disclaimer, I don't know how idols work in the business side. I just watch them sing that's it so whatever I'm saying is based off the anime I don't know I'm I'm not claiming to be an expert the thing about so going back right the thing about the Idol Master the original one it's that oh man the struggles are so real so you have to imagine that in this season there are only a few characters still in school they do this idle job as a part-time and most of them have family matters school matters although school is not really shown off much it is a factor right they mention it you can make out the the problem with yeah but you can't fail school while you do your part-time job although the part-time job does, doesn't actually require school but that's a whole nother thing, and then what's the pressure you get from your parents, your family and all, and that's that aside, right? So the story is about struggle, the, the story is about, and this this is the thing with most slice of, slice of life, it doesn't matter what I tell you here, because the end is not the objective, the journey is, and to watch them thrive, to watch them struggle with, Obstacles to overcome—that is the appeal to this anime. To see these girls grow—and I'm being already philosophical and all—but that is the the sitch. That is the plot of the show. Uh, I can't sit here and t- tell you about. Yeah, so I just watched for the animation, the music. That's partly true but also partly false and, and the animation is a whole nother beast in this case because oh boy <laughs> you can clearly see that every episode they had a huge budget but they blew it once in the episode and then from that point on uh, the frames start to get really strange uneven eyes the the whole stitch, the the strange face you can it it isn't the pain in naruto but if you look close enough you get weird out I, at the very least i did so the first episode of the show is uh it's a pitch about the the whole idea so they kind of make this kind of document documentary being recorded at the office of their office there's their small middle of the road office it's it's a fun pitch it's a a fun way to present the anime for first timers and to me I, i i really thought yeah that's funny that's that's pretty funny legitimately i would watch more of it and then the first episode was just the the they show off the girls, right, and the producer, and and all the the main characters that you follow from that point on. And each every, each and every episode from them on, it is ah uh, man, it each episode shows one of the girls with their problems. So and and I have here pointed right, there are thirteen girls. Though from what I can gather. There are only 10 times of ten types of struggle. One of the episodes from one specific girl, I don't consider a struggle, actually. It's pretty uh, happy-go-lucky uh, and good for a fault, for the most part, and nothing bad really happens, so kind of meh. And one of them just has no struggle, it's just... Uh, the soul will to follow the dream again. It's... I'll get to that, but anyways. So, the show's pretty wholesome. It's... Oh, boy, it's so cute. uh, Some of the interactions are so... It's just cute. I I can't use a better word. The girls... They eventually grow on you. It's... Some of the girls start start off pretty hit or miss, like, man, you... This girl's annoying. Um this is not a good interaction, and all. But then you see that they pull off this synergy, right? The combination The some of the parts is better than than them them alone. From them on, you just you you just chug along, right? The, at some point, you just watching because it becomes interesting. And to be fair, right? The for the first thirteen episodes, they actually treated as a uh, separate season so the f- uh, the first season is the small firm mark right they do not have a name they do not interact with much people many people outside the office and most most of them do separate work together work and it's a small firm, and they have just small gigs and all, and all until there is this one point where the uh, Ritsuko, which is one of the girls, which begins as mainly another producer. The producer is, uh, himself is, uh, is a character there is, that would be the representation of the player. He has no name. I don't know if it's canon that he has no name, but uh, he's the representation of what would be the player in the game. And in this first season, you can see the parallels of the game, right? The, it's not so much uh, turned to the to the story arc yet. You see the part where the player is learning how to play, and they have Ritsuko as this rival in the same firm, just to. As a tutorial level, I think it's presented, right? Um, So Ritsuko has this idea to create a idol unit with the first three three girls, Iori, Ami and Asuka. And from that point on, the chemistry kind of changes, right? So they input all this new mechanic where you can already see what happens when half, uh, half, when part of the cast becomes more important than the rest of the group. And then this sparks the whole thing about inferiority, uh, the will to strive, the doubts in the girls, whether they will make it big or they will uh, keep mean small time uh, idols and all. And... It, this unit being created is more of a point point for later to, to the end of the season but at the same time not really so the, I've just get this out of the way right the the end of the season the first season is built on a very very bad plot point the, that is a very very bad plot point. though the resolution of the plot point is pretty Ah, it's it's on on point. You can see the struggle and you can see the... The the resolution, the... You can see it being solved. You can see the reconciliation and all. So, I'm giving pretty general... uh, Pretty general descriptions of the... The whole thing. Because I don't want to spoil each of the struggles, right? So, from what I... I could gather right from the ten struggles that I got. There are the weak, the struggles that are presented to my knowledge, to my opinion, more in the weak side. So they are kind of a stretch. Maybe not so important. Maybe not. Some could say they are not actually struggles, or they are just nitpicks on the everyday life and this job life that eventually comes to them, so first one that I got is trust. The second is family union. The third is this inferiority complex towards your uh, your siblings or older brothers or sisters. The the this feeling of living in the shadow of someone. Uh, and this uh, this next one is a, is a whole. A whole nother plot point, right? So there, there's one of the girls that's Makoto. She's a girl and she has this whole... It's a complex. It's a, a whole building story that she was raised as a boy. And she hates it. She hates this fact. She wants to be more feminine. She wants to be treated like a princess. Although all even girls see her as a prince and that's this whole struggle of her accepting herself as this I, I don't want to say thing but uh, they she does not accept the the way she looks in for the most part or the way she acts she wants to be treated as a girl although she kinda isn't to me, that's a. Uh, it is presented. I wouldn't say badly, but for me, at the very least, I could not make that bridge where I can see that. I mean, I can see that, but it's kind of a stretch. I don't know. Send me a comment, or if you were on YouTube, give me say it on the comments. Comments whether that's good or not. I don't know. And then from that, there is sibling ties. There, there is the fact that they're the the twins mummy and Ami, and amy is chosen to be this first unit outside of the main group so there's this whole uh, there's this episode where they are kind of separated although the episode doesn't really focus on it and it's more of a comedy kind of thing so i don't know if it if it is a struggle though you can see that they try to present it as a struggle well then going forward you can actually feel (laughs) the And I have to admit, I cried a bit. I cried a bit. I'm lying. I I cried a whole lot at the season ends of this show and at some more points because, I don't know, I get involved. When there is this uh, slice of life reality of the thing, right? When when you can see yourself in that example when you can relate that to something that happened in your life and it, it is... It is sad. Some some of the situations that are filmed on the show are pretty pretty sad. Some get man getting gets depressing actually. I, I just cried. I I don't know. Um, at some points I just I just cried. I was like, God damn, man, this is good, but it's bad at the same time. I know there there are no stakes here, but God. And that's the part where I say that the, I don't, the the fun thing about the entertaining thing about the the show is that you you get to the point where you are rooting for the girls. It, it, it's just ah, it's, it's it, it is fulfilling. It's wholesome. Ah, I, I I can't explain it in words. Let's let's just continue. So the struggles that they really are strong, right? So there's this whole inferiority complex thing with one of the girls that you can see that at some point she almost breaks that she thinks she's holding back the the group she can't keep up and it it gets so you get annoyed by it but not because she's annoying because the you suffer together right the the whole thing is you suffer together then there is grief which is one of the Oh boy, it's depressing. It, it's one of the most depressing parts. But at the same time, when you see it being resolved, it's so so cute. It's oh boy, it's so cute. And then there's this one part where I I noted it as work-family balance. And here is the thing, right? In a world where 2020 happened. These next three struggles are pretty relatable. So there's this work and family uh, balance and relation that the fact that most of us are at home at this point, if you are working at home, uh, the separation between workplace and, and home kind of gets blurry. And then... You carry out stress from work training to home so that uh, there's this thing where, yeah, you can see the the whole thing crumbling down. It's not actually what happened in the episode, but you kinda see, kinda. It's more about being helpful and all, but anyways, go, go watch it, goddamn. Go watch it, it's a goddamn good show the next two ones are the season ends that take more than one episode to get together right so the first season ends with a whole struggle about determination and it being built on a weak plot point is a thing that you can uh, harp on i could harp on it but that's not productive at this point in time, and and even then, it's still wholesome. It's still fulfilling to see it resolved. But the, there's this thing where you just and, and you can see that on this on the presentation of the episode, right? When you step back and you see that what you can, what you want to do is not what you can, and you can't actually do what you want. It's the part where you lose all the. All the will to do the, the thing, right? So the this losing of the wheel, this... Uh, I wouldn't say you get angry for it. You get disappointed or even better you get, I don't know. You just lose hope, right? You just lose this this fact that keeps you running. You just stop caring. Stop caring about what you've done, what you want to do. And that's the... It's one real struggle, actually. It's one real struggle. It's pretty, pretty hard. And then the end of the second season, the, uh, the finale of the show, the most important part, the, the one part where... And this, this is the spoiler, right? The moment that the one girl who has the most positive attitude in the whole group, the one who looks... Uh, she expels positive energy she tries to encourage people to do their best. When you see that she cannot find her positive energy anymore, that's the the part where the depression hits. Uh, oh boy it's so so messed up. Because uh, the scene is is beautiful in a sad way. Because you you feel it. You you feel it. At the, that point you feel it. You've stop and go like man what's happening and that to me i know here it's caused by burnout you get so the second season right they do this big big humongous for them at that point concert in the end of the first season that they get famous from from the next day right from the next day forward and they get so loaded with job and job after job after job after... After recording, after interview and all and all and all. And then you you start to see that the there is no more energy at the office. Nobody appears anymore at the office because they are so booked. And there are no joint rehearsals. There are no uh, communication between the girls, right? They lose this... Um, the whole thing about the... Um, talking to each other and all it all disappears the moment they get too famous and too booked and then you can see that and i'm i'm talking about the 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 main girl, right haruka and the moment that she begins to see that she's the only one who appears at the office anymore even though she's the one that lived the farthest from the office and oh boy it's, it's heavy stuff and, and she can't see her friends, right? And, and then she starts to question what she's struggling for, what she tries for, what is she doing there? And that's when it hits, right? The, she has too much work to do. And it just gets to the point where she loses herself. And, and that's the, <laughs> that's the, the gist of it, right? She eventually loses herself... And, and I have to say that's when the, the pressure hits right the 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 moment that she loses herself it's messed up it's depressing and you know? all but then the moment when she starts to regain her spark god damn didn't I oh boy I, I was so happy boy I was so so happy it, and that, this is the thing right so I I draw a lot of a lot of comparatives in this size of life thing to sweetness and lightning. That, that that's another anime that I eventually i'll cover that you can see these everyday struggles and you you see yourself in some of them and when it hits you it it is so bad but when you see it resolved it gets you so pumped because it's so happy. And anyone has this this thing, right? They they can present a scene, present a fault point, present a whole lot of things in such a way that, oh boy, it's, it's so depressing. But when you get resolved, you get so happy. It's a whole roller coaster of emotions. I cried a lot at the end. I cried a lot. Dude. Oh boy. I, I can't, I don't even think I'm making any sense anymore. But here we are, right? 40 minutes into the recording and I can't make make sense of anything. So after I, I just spoil dumped you with the speech of the show, let's talk about uh, more ob- objective things, right? So in the end of all, what's the, what's the thing that moves the show, right? What's the theme I talked about? In the start about struggle. In reality, when you sit back and see what what is it about, the show is about the will to overcome obstacles. To to me at the very least. And the thing is, it's basically a shonen flashback to overcome the, the, the dark past and all. It's a huge shonen flashback. The the whole show is a huge shonen flashback, except it has waifus and uh, I think six men, the whole main cast. Two of them just have like four lines in the whole anime, but that's a whole other story. Anyways, so it is a story about the will to overcome obstacles to me. The story is well presented. Most of the episodes will feel really, uh, although this is redundant, episodic, you will see story beats that build up to the end of season and some problems more in the future. There is this one part, uh, this one struggle at the end of second season that that is kind of built up, uh, built up in the first season. Kind, uh, pretty kind. It's not really. It's just hinted at. So the foreshadowing is pretty heavy, but never addressed in the first season at the very least. Um, from the quality of the stories i think some as i said the struggles some are better presented than others some become uh they seem more mundane or more i wouldn't say insignificant but some things are kind of nitpicks rather than real things and also to just to give the Hostage, right? The second season, they introduced this thing where uh, apparently the chief of the office of the girls has this old friend, air quotes, that the was his rival and now he's trying to pull dirty tricks with uh, influence trade and all and bribery and all to, to mess up with the girls. At some point, that kind of gets... Uh, you. You really feel like you want to god damn uh, kill that man right uh, at some point you really just god damn this guy is a bad person and no stakes are given right the, the it's about the anime is about uh i think it's a pg 10 i don't know how pg works it, it's a it's a game for any age so they do not have any violence why would they but anyways just to give the hostage right about the songs as i said in the first part i will leave the link to Aoi Tori live performance it is such a good song oh boy it's such a good song and to be fair right both of the openings there is a ready change and oh boy i think i'm getting the Names wrong, but anyways, the, the both openings are are bangers, right? Man, th- those are honest to god, idol music that I would listen to if I could go to a concert. And and, and also, right, one of the things that I, I didn't mention before, each and every episode has a different ending. No two endings are the same from what I, I remember now because. Uh, Most of the episodes are focused on one part of the story and they have enough music to just dump it. So, I already got the license, why wouldn't I use it, right? And most of the songs are are pretty good, are pretty good. Some of them, I do not remember the name, but I really want to rewatch it just to get the name. And some are, unfortunately, forgettable. That goes um, towards personal taste and all. And about animation, the I mentioned before, right? The animation's pretty. Uh, let's see. For the most part, it is stylized in a good way. They do this thing where some frames are kept uh, for longer. You can you can see that some frames are kept for longer to give this emphasis in the the movement or this uh, the the scene itself, right? The when where they stand there their arms out to the crowd where some of them I don't know if you could say but the more difficult dance moves and all but for the most part it is well animated the animations a one is pretty good in animation but they blow the whole cash in animation in the one part of the show and if there is uh, if uh, there if the concert is in the middle of the episode the next 10 minutes gets some strange frames and as I said right it doesn't get too strange but if you look long enough you get weirded out so that was for the story for the music for the animation what do I think about the anime in the whole scheme so the animation I will give a six six because I got weirded out by some frames and I I, for that I, I cannot forgive this anime for the songs, for the ones I, ah, god damn, I remember, I nearly cried just for hearing the second, the second opening. That, but that's that's me, right? For their songs, nine of night out of ten. It would be a ten, but I don't remember all the songs, and and some of the songs I really thought they're. they're were pretty weak, and for story, that depends, right? So if you like to see everyday struggles or work-related struggles, I don't know, it would be higher, but to me, it's a passable seven. That's, that means it is competent, it's not bad, it's not really, really good, it's just, I can feel something, I can I can cry for that. And to me, is the that's that to me is just the the thing, right? The the whole of the story is not um, it's pretty episodic. The stakes are low, but the emotions are high. So just give it a seven. And I think that's, that's it. That's the, that's the episode. I explained what I could. I explained the as foily as possible. I don't think I got the point across. The, again, watch it. The, doesn't matter what I say, really. Just If you're listening yet, still, just get to the end. Get your Crunchyroll or whatever you use to watch anime and give it a watch. It is pretty, pretty good. It's just about the journey, right? It's about the journey and the experience of seeing. It's not about the end. It it doesn't matter. The end, in this case, does not matter. And that's it. That's the show. If you liked it, uh, please give me a follow. If you're on Spotify, on Apple, if you're listening to this through a podcast app, please give me a follow. Uh, I'll leave my my email for feedback and all. Please, if you can uh, give me feedback, I would like really, at this point, some some thoughts about the show, what I could do different. If you have a recommendation for something and all, I would really like to hear you out. Um, if you are on YouTube, please give a like, subscribe f- for the algorithm, please, please. And that's it. Thank you for listening. See you in January. Bye.